opponent. I am a professor at Brigham Young University, BYU. Uh, I've been here 22 years. Before that, I work in the industry for over 11 years. My research has always been in um, computer vision, you know, visual information processing. So in about 10 years, well, 12 years ago, I kind of start using machine learning for my visual information processing. So I've been doing that since, you know. Um, and, and of course, I want to <clears throat> mention one thing, you know, when, when people think right now, okay, nowadays, mm-hmm. when people talk about AI, they would talk about chat GPT, right? Okay. And what I want to say is that AI is not just chat GPT. It's got other things also. Okay. And one of those many things that I I do it's using that AI for visual information processing. So that's kind of my expertise. Um, how, how did you get uh, interested in that sort of thing? Is it something you always wanted to do or was there somebody that inspired you? Or... Well, I've, I've always been doing visual information processing. So images, videos, that input from camera, okay? Uh, about like 35 years ago. Since the... Um, smartphone become became so popular everywhere. The cost of using camera dropped also, and I think that push that pushed the use of vision or visual information processing quite a bit in the last probably fifteen years. So it's a lot easier to process. Uh, I mean, to get videos and images for processing. I've always been interested in processing videos and images and early days I used that technology for processing like images for food inspection agriculture robots you know that require visual information so that's kind of my focus for a while and about 12 years ago you know, kind of switch from traditional computer vision to more the AI-based vision. So I have successfully applied that to, you know, again, food and agriculture industries. Um, taught a few classes using AI vision for self-driving cars. And so that kind of thing, that's my my interest and my passion. So besides football, I also use it for many things like uh, facial motion for authentication. So that's actually the biggest thing that I'm doing right now is to, to, to authenticate, to verify your identity. You don't just show your face, you also use your facial motion to make a specific motion as your password. So like you, you could just wink or you could do hello or you could do 
open sesame. Okay, so that's what we, the biggest thing I'm doing now besides football. I know you're interested in football, but I want to mention that. That's also very cool. So that uh, increased the security. Um, so instead of people using a picture of, of your face to to get into your system, they also need to know the secret facial password. Yeah. So do you think Apple will do sort of implement something like that for their phones eventually? Uh, no, I think Apple has a face ID that works very well, right? Uh-huh. It's scanning the three-dimensional of your face and it, it's got infrared so you can do it in the dark. So our technology is more for, you know, other authentication like on your laptop, check into a hotel, go to your hotel room, get in your car, you know, so just just add a security to the traditional facial recognition. So that's also AI vision, right? So it's just using artificial intelligence to analyze your facial motion. So you, you have a lot, it sounds like there's two parts of it. There's the, the image image part, um, yes. you need a good camera obviously, and those are so, sort of prevalent everywhere now, but you also mm -hmm. need the computer science behind it to analyze what the camera is looking at. Can you yes. go into a little bit about how that uh, works with football or any other projects you're working on as well? So uh, other projects, you know, so like I said, about 12, 15 years ago, mostly you do in a more traditional way. So human has to look at the image. So I'll give you an example. If I want to use this technology to, to inspect, say, Apple, or some fruit, uh, I need to design an algorithm to look into what information I need. So human designed it. Okay, I'm looking at a rot spot on the apple surface, or I'm looking at a, you know, broken parts or something. So I need to design <clears throat> algorithm to look at what I should look for. So you get you have human involved. So that's how it works. And then you, of course, you write your code to, to implement it. But now, a lot of these kind of applications, you don't get human involved. You just, prov you just provide the images. Say, this is a good apple. This is a, a bad apple. Good apple, bad apple, good apple, bad apple. And you get enough of that, and the algorithm learns. So okay. then it learns what's good, what's bad. Do you feed those into some kind of program then, like computer program? Well, now, you know, the most popular uh, ones we use, like a Google TensorFlow. Mm -hmm. You've heard of that, yep. Deep Learning. And Meta has the PyTorch, you know. So so these are the these are the the libraries or the tools that we use. And a lot of people design this neural network using these tools and different network perform different tasks. So that's kind of the trend right now going. So you don't get too much human uh, involvement. You just provide samples and it learns on its own. So for like, so that's kind of how it works for uh, inspection. Uh, applications for so for a football project we have a 
similar network, we, we, we will go detect the players. And then you have to differentiate players from anything in the background, you know, also maybe logo or some uh, painting on the grass. So you, first task, you detect the players. And then you can track them if you have video, how they move, right? So what we have done was to first, we detect the players and we use neural network, you know, we call deep learning to do that. And then the second step is once we detect them, we know the location, then we apply another neural network to determine what positions they play in. It's this player a quarterback or this player a receiver, offense line or tight end or running back. Okay, so we call that uh, position. So we detect the location and we determine their positions. Then the third step is also using a neural network to then recognize the formation. Okay, so there are different, different formations in football. You know, they have formation families, and I don't know if you play Madden video game, so you can choose from different formation family and then pick a formation. And then they just, you know, show you the players, you know, and then you hit play and then they start moving. Right? <laughs> so yeah, so our third step, it's actually looking at those, the locations and the positions they play in, and then we can recognize the formation. Yeah, that's what we have so far. And it's kind of limited to the data that we have because we, we started three years ago, we thought hmm, AI vision, it can definitely be applied to football. So without any data, we we just purchased a copy of, I think it was Madden 20, <laughs> okay? And I hired students to play video games. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, great class to be in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they collect a lot of images and we use those images to train our mm -hmm. algorithm uh, for all three steps, finding the players, determine the positions they play in, and then the formation. Okay. So that's what we have accomplished right so far. Um, and it was limited to things that we, well, one thing I didn't realize until recently, actually in the, the Madden video game, you can actually record video. Like oh, wow. in like instant replay. So you play, you finish one play, you can go to instant replay to replay that, that play. And then you can position the cameras anywhere you want. And then you can record and we can record that video. If that's the input, then we can do a, we can do a lot of more than what we have so far. So we could take a video recording of the entire game and we can, we can have the cut 
up for each play, and then we can recognize the formation of each play. We can even detect the down, you know, first and ten, second and three, uh, that where where you start, uh, and then you know, so pretty much you can annotate the whole entire game, and then you can cut out the part that's you know substitution or timeout or you know uh end of the quarter end of the half so you can get rid of all of that you only keep a video clip for each play from the beginning of the game to the end so now with that information i also know what formation they start for each play and i can also track the movement of the player so then okay. you know how uh how the quarterback move how the receiver run run their routes you know quarter uh running back how they move so you not only have the video that you can review then you also can tell what formation and how players react in that situation. And with all this data, then it comes into AI, right? So you can then train your AI to even like detect the tendency or even predict, or at least for training purposes, right? Yeah. That's you, incredible. You have the players prepare for the game and you have the coaches to game plan. So it's almost like you could say to, if you guys put all the date, say BYU is playing, um, I don't know who their rival is, but they're. they're you, Utah. Okay. okay. University of Utah. <laughs> Utah. Okay. So say they're playing the University of Utah. You could <laughs> analyze Utah's last 20 games or 10 games or whatever, however many, and you could find out the tendencies of players in particular situations. So the coach could say, okay, if this player on Utah is doing this, he's probably going to react this way, like 80% of the time. Is that sort of the advantage of doing these kind of things? Yeah. If, okay. if we have video. If you have video. Oh, which is harder, which is hard for college, probably, I'd imagine. Yeah. And the way they record it, you know, it's quite different. Because you need a, I was reading an article, you need overhead shots, right? Like that helps well, you guys. You know, the higher, the better. Uh-huh. But it doesn't need a bird's eye view. Just higher, you know, like uh, a, a BYU, if we could mount the camera by the press box uh -huh. and look down the whole field, then you get that, a data automatically. That's higher just as good as bird's eye? Yeah, I mean, we can live with that, you know, okay. higher. Of course, higher is better. Bird's eye view is ideal, but I know it's probably not possible. But you know, the higher the better. So you don't need to hire people to to manually collect that data. You can just run it through, and then you get the data. Why is it the case that higher is better? Uh, I would think being, maybe being closer to certain players, you'd be able to see certain movements better. Why would why would you want to be higher so you can see the whole field? Okay, so, I mean, you don't necessarily have to see the whole field, but you do want to be able to see all the players for one play. You can turn the camera, okay, but you want to be able to be higher up so that you can see all 22 players. Right now, the data we have the camera 
is looking at from the back of the offense at about 30 degrees above ground. So now you see in that case, uh, the quarterback will be most likely blocking the center and the offense line quite often blocked the camera view to see the defense people, defense line. So that's kind of the the biggest challenge. And it's something that can be avoided. The challenge can be avoided if we can have video from higher up. Okay. The higher the better because you you don't have the occlusion problem. Is it possible to get a drone to record the games? From I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay. would that would that be cool? Yeah. Uh, or even like a you know the blip, you know. Yeah, yeah, the Goodyear blip. Yeah. Yeah, just stay up there, look down. Right. Yeah, some you know NFL they have the camera that controlled by wire that you can mm -hmm. hover over, but they move a lot. Sometimes they zoom in, you know. Um, right. To see a specific player or play so you want to be able to 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 really get the data you want to be able to see the whole the entire play plays out so you see all 22 players um right now it's a little bit challenging i mean we're we're doing okay we get we can detect the players about you know 95 96 percent of the time of the players we have in the data. Mm -hmm. So we occasionally miss a few because we know you got to have 22 on the field. Mm -hmm. So if we detect 21, so we know when it's missing. And we, based on the where they are, we could kind of guess, you know, oh, it's the center that's missing. Or, you know, just there are some rules that can be applied to mitigate that kind of problem but it would be ideal to see it from high up an entire play of course the best would be to see the entire field so who, how did you get this idea to start applying it to football was it one of the students that came up with it was it something that you came up with well um probably uh collectively you know so i I like to watch football games, you know, college or professional. And three years ago, we were thinking, what can we do? Maybe we could help BYU to play better, you know? After a big loss, you're like, we can help here. Yeah. <laughs> so, then, so then we talked to them, and then they gave us some videos to work on. But then the videos we, we got are not quite ideal because they zoom in or zoom back out so, so that's why we went to use the uh, madden game to collect data just just for proof of concept right so, so yeah because i'm working on research in this area so i just watching football game i was like oh wait if we could do that that'd be nice you know so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, when you're in a certain area, you view everything through that certain lens of research. I understand. <laughs> exactly. Well, I see I see an apple <laughs> yes. in the supermarket and I say, oh, is that good or bad? You know, <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
that's so funny. Oh, color is not good. Oh, shape <laughs> is weird. You know, this should this should be used to make applesauce. It shouldn't be in the you know right. or something. Yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Occupational hazard, right? Yeah. Yeah. From a philosophy background, I definitely understand that. You're viewing everything. <laughs> you don't look at the world the same way uh, that other people do. But um, so how many how many students are working on this with you? Is it primarily you or first I had uh, two students work on it, and then one left. The other one finished to where we are, and then two more students took over just for a little bit because we we didn't have any resources so I kind of redirected focus to the facial motion authentication because I feel like right. that, that's more promising. We have two two PhD students could go into this, you know, uh, if we could get some the collaboration or some funding. Um, but uh, BYU uh, University Communications Department sent out a press, press release in February. So right before Super Bowl. <laughs> and they wrote an article about our research. And they released that. And since then, I have received multiple requests for interview a phone interview or Zoom, you know, and there are several articles came out, some from universities, you know, and so because of that publicity, this project looks like it's going to come back in life, you know. So I get call from football coaches, um, also <laughs> talk to company who uh, company that does the sports analytics you know for for football other sports um, so I have getting some you know like interest in this so I hired another student just last week to pick it up and work on it more is the BYU coach in your in your ear wanting you to get this done or what <laughs> well I, I talked to one person on the team and he's very interested he told me that oh this could go further you could you could make it a very good training tool and and that you know but then the football season starts and then you know everybody gets so busy so yeah yeah so so my plan is to go back to Madden and do the instant replay to collect more images and videos and really prove that, hey, this thing could work if we have video. And, and then hopefully, you know, we can take it somewhere. I'm sure there are other people, you know, teams maybe trying to do that. But I think we have a pretty good focus right so annotate video uh, annotate the f entire football game extract the data and once you get that data then it, you know you have 
many different ways to use that data. Yeah, and it seems like football nowadays is all about analytics. I think, yeah, it's kind of going that direction. A lot of coaches are making their decisions based on analytics. So um, I think that they would actually adopt this sort of thing openly. Yeah, I, I would think so. You know, so right now maybe people are doing it on their own or they have some a subscription for some service. But you got to automate that. If you can automate that process, then the data you get will be a will be a lot more, you know, than what you can do manually. You mentioned the so um, we all because of this uh, press release, we're also helping analyze annotating the uh, tennis match. Yeah, yeah, it's easier. You only have two players or four players, okay, and they don't. I mean, they don't have weird formations and trick plays, you know. So, but we're and doing the camera that. angles are probably really good for tennis. I'd imagine they're all over. You can you can mount it at fixed location mm -hmm. for the entire match that you don't have to move it. Yeah, things like that. And there's uh, there's a lot of things you can do, you know, using AI. You know, so match AI with vision. It's quite. Quite interesting what you can do, you know. Yeah. So you got you guys are sounds like the, the your one of your prime focuses is on collecting good data right now. Um, do, do you have a program to analyze the data for football that is like open source or uh, uh, some kind of software program? No, we we have software can do the formation recognition now, mm -hmm. but it's only for the still image okay that we can do already okay gotcha. and it worked very well so what i'm thinking is to have a higher view of the whole play then we can track how the players move and then you can expand from there to annotate the entire football game gotcha so that's the goal is to create a software to analyze an entire football game one day mm -hmm. and have yeah. use AI to predict the player movement and things like that. Yeah, but you you, you want to use AI, sure, to mm -hmm. to to analyze the data, right? But okay. you need to have data yeah. to be analyzed, right? Okay. So you need to you need to have a you know, say for example, this team, you may want to have the last 10, 20 games and you can extract the data automatically then you can apply the data to your algorithm to okay to analyze but be, other than if not you you just it's just a long process manually doing that and also it's not accurate right so mm -hmm. using video you can actually locate the players very accurately how they move you think if you use do it manually it won't be it won't be very accurate how they move. Like when you say how they move, what do you mean by that? Like, like you know, so once the once the ball is snapped, uh -huh. all 22 players will be moving, right? Okay. Where they move. So how from this formation, how they move, you know. So, for example, the quarterback, how the quarterback move. 
once the ball is snapped. Well, the defense back, how they react to it. So you're saying like how they move is as in analyzing how they move and accurately recording that data in some kind of... Yeah, from the video, you know they, they move, right? Yeah. But we can detect the player and track their, their movement. So we know how, for example, how the receivers run. You know, I'm not a coach, so... <laughs> I'm I'm still learning what kind of data would be useful. Okay, but I'd imagine if you if we can do what I just described, then there there would be a lot of data that you can extract from there. Yeah, so, I'm sure. Like one of the things you could probably do is if if you if a code if you analyze a bunch of data, you put it into some kind of software eventually one day, have AI analyze it, and you can say. If the running back lines up behind the quarterback this far off on the right side, 90% chance he's going to run it up the middle or 90% chance he's going to take a sweep to the right. So yeah. then that gives the defense a huge advantage. Yeah, and also also the situation. Yeah, third down, second yeah, down. Yeah, the down. First and 10 or it's, you know, uh, third and nine, you know, um, and also the score. Are you leading or are you yeah. trailing? And the time, the clock management, right? So okay. are we in the last 30 seconds? I think you react differently. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's, it, it's you know, information to be used, right? But then you need to have the information. And then you can... And this you cannot generate, right? This you you need to get this data from the actual game. How, how important is that you track the ball? So we're talking about player movements, like tracking mm -hmm. the ball to be. I mean, I'm sure when you look at player movements, you'd be able to tell this is a pass play, this is a run play, just by the way that they're running or the mm -hmm. way that they're blocking. But is it important that you track the ball? And if so, how? Well, uh, tracking the ball would be challenging okay um it's not impossible because you you could get information from how they move i mean get kind of predict the running back it ha has the ball or or you don't you know kind of other information you can learn uh, but you do need to have good quality of the video if you want to do that i'm thinking it's possible if you look at the way because we know the ball is going to start with the quarterback so if you look at the way the ball the, the who the quarterback maybe gets close to if he gets close enough to the running back we can maybe look at the defenders who the defenders are, are kind of going towards could have the ball or yeah. something like that i'm thinking yeah 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 De well, i mean defenders could be full that's true too if they, if they fake it well <laughs> Right. You'd see it later in the play when the play ended or something like that. So this is what we are, uh, we have dealt with because we are, we, we are able, we're able to work only on the image right now. So if I have the recording of the entire play, I can process it based on all this you just described, right? In the end, where, where all the defenders move toward, um, right. And where it stop, um, and then you can kind of predict or, or kind of analyze and say, 
Yeah, the ball, it, it's the running back at the ball. Uh, the quarterback tuck it in and then run for it or, you know, or the yeah. pass, you know. Especially in BYU and other college teams that run, you know, the option and they fake the handoffs and the defense gets tricked. Yeah. I wonder if there would be a way to see at the end of the play, whoever gets tackled, there would be a way to backtrack it. Mm -hmm. say, yeah. No point. But now that we backtrack the play, we know he had the ball the whole time. Yeah. So okay. you, if you know the movement of the players, then you can see why they all like, it's like magnet, why they all run toward that, <laughs> you know, in yeah. the end, in the end, right? So even if you don't see the ball, you could still extract some, you know, useful information for it. Have, uh, have you had any NFL teams reach out to you? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. They're probably doing something they just won't tell you, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. They have their own program. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, if I could help at the, well, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So right now, I think I'm going to try to start from high school. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, I was told the high school plays are, you know, simpler mm -hmm. and it's easier to recognize and predict. And then we'll go from there. And then, you know, once you get something, yeah, maybe, you know, <laughs> one day they will come and say, hey, yeah. we like this, you know. I don't know. We, we just thought, we started this for fun. And like I said, you know, we were like, uh, let's work on something else. But then with the, with the publicity that was generated by uh, BYU press release, now I'm, I'm having a second thought, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, so hire a student. I'm going to go back and actually gather videos from the Madden game, and I I also have access to some high school um, videos, and we're going to try to use those and see if we can do something. So when yeah. you do that, when you're analyzing the Madden game, um, is the goal? It sounds like it's two different worlds. You got the Madden world, the data for that, and the data for the college football or or, or mm -hmm. the real world. Yeah. For the Madden world, is it you put in so much data after a while you can play a game and have the data predict what's going to happen? Is that the goal of it? I'm hoping. Well, okay. right, right now, you we the way we use it is that we because when you play the game, you can pick the formation that how you want to play the offense, and then you record. You can do the instant replay to record it. So now we can use that data to do, to to improve what we have got. So we could, we could find a player, we could locate a players, find what positions they play in, what formation, and then we can track them, how they move. So this will be good data, very good data for training our. Network. I mean, I, I it's like I think the, the the options are endless here. Like yeah. one of the things that could happen is, like esports is a big thing. I'm not a big video game player, but I'm sure if some esports guy wants to a leg up on his competition, this could help him because he could have he has all of this Madden data and he'd be like, okay, I know what this guy's next play is going to be. 
I'm going to call this play because he thinks I'm going to call this play. <laughs> uh, you know, like it, there's big money in that too. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, but right now we're just hoping that we could do what you just, just said too, you know, but it's easier to collect data that this way. Mm -hmm. And once we collect the data, we train our algorithm and we can go back, get more data to test it. And then we can train it more and then we can go get the real data to train it. Yeah, I think starting with high school is a really good idea with the simple mm -hmm. plays. I think once you get to college and the NFL, especially like the higher level college teams, a lot of the routes that they're running, that the receivers are running, a lot of them are improvisations. So they're not even planned a certain way. It's just based on yeah. where the players at and how they're going to react. Yeah. Which I also think if, if this developed enough, you could be able to predict that sort of thing too. Mm -hmm. Not only the set play, but maybe if they're going to run this play, if we lay off the receiver a lot, he's going to tend to do this sort, sort of thing, like individual player scouting too. Mm -hmm. Or if we press up on this receiver and play him close, this is the sort of thing that he likes to do. So you yeah. can get kind of individual scouting tendencies. Yeah, like you look at it and say, well, that's not very smart. Move that way, you know. Or the coaches could say, because mm -hmm. when, when coaches are putting in these game plans, like if, if a cornerback's guarding a receiver, covering a receiver a lot of times they'll they'll focus all week not just on the team entirely but that one player right like you're going to be covering number 18 this week mm -hmm. so let's look at his data mm -hmm. you know when it's third down this is what he likes to do uh when you play you know 10 feet away from him this is what he tends to do 80 percent of the time on third down yeah. so it could really help individual player uh analysis in that way too which would be really cool and you could also be individual training of individual players. That's true too. Because right? you, you can point out their ten bad tendencies. Is that what you're saying? Or like if you have this video, or I mean the data, mm -hmm. and then you can see, okay, if we're going to play this formation, you know, for for defense, can I recognize the offense formation and how they do it? Right. So, and for the offense you can see okay with this formation i rec i recognize and i'm the re i'm the receiver and the defense move that way what would be the best way for me to move in this situation just in recognizing the formations is is such a huge step to be able to do yeah that. as far as i know for at least high school level you don't have that yet and i just i google it the other day there are like 16,000 high school football teams in the wow. U.S. So. And just like uh, high school football is huge. I, I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Hunter's in Tennessee now because he's going to school there. But um, yeah, fo high school football around here is huge. And some teams have gigantic, huge, like the, there's one team by St. Ed's uh, is a football team by us. And their football team, their offensive line is like as big as NFL teams. You know, that's high, huge. high school, huh? high school football players are like 340 pounds or something on the offensive line. <laughs> so this would be a huge help to a smaller team that needs that is trying to compete with them because there's no way they can deal with them physically. They need a leg up some mentally, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but and then there's uh, an, another thing that I saw something recently where AI is being used to help 
college football teams recruit high school kids. Um, and this might be a good application for that as well because they can see the tendencies of the of the kids they're trying to recruit instead of going to see them in person. But you got to start with data, right? So. Is there anything else about the project you wanted to share to, with us that you thought maybe we didn't ask enough or that you thought was interesting about the project? No, I think you 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 have asked all the good questions. <laughs> <laughs> The fun ones, it's a, very, least, yeah. it's a very interesting project, and I think it definitely would be adopted by coaches. I mean, if you think about it, ultimately the coach is probably not going to go completely off of the data, but I don't think that's the point of what you're doing anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you got it to that point, I think it would be an aid to the coach that this is what you can do, and then the coach can take that information and help make a more help him make a more informed decision. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, there's a one of the, my students is show me today that um, Amazon Prime Video is adding features in football game. When you watch, as a viewer, when you watch the football game, it will run in real time to tell you what would be the best play. And, you know. Wow. So get get uh, get viewers involved in the game, you know, it would be very interesting <laughs> to watch a game like that. You will hear a lot of say, oh, that's stupid. Why do you call that? <laughs> Everyone knows the best play. Yeah. yeah, and that's, I think that's uh, applying AI for it. To so is that. there a way that we're able to see the latest updates on, on the project? If there's ever any updates, will you know, it will BYU uh, will your department release anything or is there any way to follow kind of how this is going? Well, yeah, sure. You know, we, I mean, it depends, you know, usually when we accomplish something, we will publish a paper like we did early this year. But then, you know, if we get to work on something like I, I described, and it's sponsored by someone who doesn't want people to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then maybe not. I, you know, it depends, you know. But like Utah University wants to steal this idea or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I mean, if BYU football ends really up sick. in the national football, in the national championship game, we know your project's doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, any. <laughs> Or maybe a high school uh, in Cleveland, right? So, yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're just we're just doing it mostly because it's fun, and we know, you know, we have the knowledge to try out a few things, and we're just hoping that it could be, it could become useful. But it, I don't think it will ever replace the coaches. Okay, so for sure. Imagine you will have two supercomputers played against each other. Yeah, that's crazy to even yes. think about. Then, then you don't even need players anymore. Right. That's one rabbit hole after the next. Yeah, you just yeah. use uh, two supercomputers uh, playing a Madden game. So, uh, you yeah. know, I don't think it's it, it's going to happen, right? There's a limit. Because okay. then you take you take away the fun. Then right. why, 
why are you doing it? You know, why are you watching it? There's fun in being able to predict what the other team's going to do and try to outsmart it's, them and outperform. That's them. fun. Yes. Strategies outsmart your opponents, right? That's fun. But but you you can use all kinds of tools you can find, but you can't have you can't have the actual plays, you know designed by a computer in real time, right? Like, you know, in baseball, they have the, already have technology to show the strike zone and tell you uh, if it's strike or not, right? It's out, inside or outside. But why they don't replace human? Yeah, that's a great point. Because it's fun. You need yeah. to have human involved. And you'd have nobody to yell at it when your team <laughs> that, That's true. That takes away a lot of fun. Right? <laughs> Somebody's got to scream at the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to have that, right? Yeah, as much as it advanced, it just have to stop somewhere. right? For... If anybody watches and wants to learn more about the project, be sure to check it out. Check out the department. Look for updates on papers if anything comes out. And then be sure to subscribe to Ryan and I's newsletter. It's a weekday newsletter providing cool updates and the latest tools in artificial intelligence called Fry AI. The fries are just for fun because Ryan's daughter likes French fries. So you can find that at fry-ai.com. <laughs>